Yeah, there's a miracle in the works. We believe it, God. That's Brian and Katie Torwalt here on The Sound of Revival. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. Thank you so much for being tuned in. Hey, we're already halfway there, folks. It's a Wednesday, and I'm so glad that I get the opportunity to spend it with you. Well, there's already been uh, some interesting weather this evening, and I uh, know that uh, coming into the morning, there's some more expected today. So be safe out there. Be careful as you're driving. Be mindful uh, of your surroundings and, of course, those uh, at school crossings and all of that good stuff this morning because, man, the weather can really uh, mess it up really quick if we're not paying attention. So I would encourage you to do that this morning and take care of those around you. You know, I uh, here lately, my middle, most wonderful five-year-old daughter, she's been kind of testing how she prays. And uh, the other night, she kind of said that she was she thought she was going to have a bad dream. So I told her, I said, give it to Jesus. Just tell him that you don't want bad dreams. You want clean dreams. You want to think of good things. And so she kind of whispered under her breath. And so last night, getting ready for bed, she says, Daddy, did you have clean dreams? And I said, well, yeah, honey, I did. And she said, it worked. (laughs) I said, what worked? And she said, I told God I wanted my family to have clean dreams because I wanted clean dreams. (laughs) Isn't that how it is when we, we pray for something that we're dealing with for somebody else? And boy... Sometimes that's when God takes care of it because we decided to to look at others before ourselves, that golden rule and all of that. Uh, but she reminded me of that, and I wanted to share it with you. Uh, something else I wanted to share with you this morning as we get started and get ready to pray, I wanted to go to John 3. Yes, we all know John 3.16, but right after that, after he says, for God sent his son, his only son, and all of that, the, the verse we all know, Verse 17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Now, I know they were writing in a culture that some some things were definitely evil, things were going on that they didn't understand. But boy, does that not describe right now that people like darkness more than light. Father, we can feel the weight of the enemy making all the my time is running short moves. <laughs> we can see the evidence of the scratching and clawing that is the end of day's effort by our adversary. But Lord, Lord our God, we love you. We worship you and we rely on your word that those efforts cannot prevail. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that gives us the ability to reflect your light in the darkness around us. Thank you for being the truth, Jesus. Thank you for being the way. Thank you for being the life. And your light is life. Thank you for being a good, good father. 
thank you for getting Jesus up after he died for us to defeat all anxiety, all depression, to defeat all things the enemy brings to divide and destroy. We love you, Lord. You are awesome, God. And we take joy in all that you have done, are doing, and will do, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, there's so many things that we can proclaim about what God has done that we can just say that that is just what he does. Amen. That's Andy Cherry from the uh, Invocation album. And I had the opportunity to talk to Andy about that song in this very studio. Oh, I love the scripture um, that says, Behold, the Lamb on the throne says, I'm making all things new. Mm. Um, I, I love the grammar of that. As a songwriter, I kind of geek out about silly <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, but the, but there's something about the grammar of that um, and the, the, the verb tense of making. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we like to think of salvation as like a one-time occurrence, or we like to think that God made us new. But but what but what that scripture reminds me is for us and our hearts and our and our communities and everything that we're a part of. God is making things new, and He's in the He's in the business of rebuilding and restoring and remaking things all the time. And it's because it's His nature. It's because that's who he is. It's because that's what he does. He's doing it because that's the thing that he does. Yes. And he, I mean, it, it, I know it feels weird to talk about God this way, but he can't help himself. <laughs> he can't help himself making things new mm. because he loves restoring. He's and the creator. He is. And he loves He loves creating a new thing. He loves doing a new thing in your life. And, mm. and that song was actually the first complete song written for this project, Invocation, that just came out in January. And... It was a song that really encapsulates the entire entire thing where, you know, God said to me, it's like, I'm, I'm making this new, like yeah. from, from the ashes, I'm mm. making something new, I'm making something beautiful. Yeah. Um, and, and the bridge of that song, which uh, I, I really love, it says, uh, he's never stopped turning things around and he's never stopped making all things new. Mm. It's, it's, it's never, ever stopped and it's not going to stop. And, and, that's, and that's something that... In the moments where you feel like you've got maybe just 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 barely enough faith to make it through another day, mm. God reminds me and He reminds you that I'm still making things new. Yes, and I'm I've never stopped turning things around for you. And if you can find the ounce of faith that it takes to believe in that, like I believe that your situation and whatever it is that you're walking through can be completely transformed um, mm. because because that's what he does. Yeah. And he loves to do that. And he loves he loves for your heart to grow in faith when you see all the things that he's done for you. Hey man, that that, that is some good reminders there from Andy Cherry about that song. That's just what you do. If you want to hear that whole interview, that opportunity we had to have him here in the studio You can go to the Q in the Morning podcast there on Victory.Radio or on the More Music app. Of course, also on Apple Podcasts as well. I would encourage you to listen to to his heart and and also to to grab that album, Invocation. It's a really good one all the way around. A seventh time down, not going to bow down. Not to the idols of this world, not to anything the enemy wants to offer. Not going to bow down to any of that. I'm going to bow down to the King of Kings. Just like at some point, everybody's going to do. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Amen. 
Hey, this is the time of the morning here on Q in the Morning, where I ask you what you're looking at, and yeah, we're talking about your social media scrolls again. I know. But it becomes such a big part of our lives. Everywhere we go, we've got our phones out, we're scrolling through whatever our preferred platform is. And it's so important to have people around you, just like in real life, that are encouraging you, that are challenging you. So, Philip Renner, who I actually met here in this studio... His page, Philip Renner Ministries, they posted a picture of what looked like a sign on someone's front yard or fence. So not sure where it originated, but really powerful words. And here's what it said. It said, fear has two meanings. And then using the letters in fear, F-E-A-R, it said, one of the meanings is forget everything and run. Or the second meaning, face everything and rise. The choice is yours. And I would say that choice includes, of course, remembering whose you are as a child of God to then be able to rise through the power of the Holy Spirit because of Yeshua, because of Jesus, and be able to face anything and everything the enemy brings. So then fear, anxiety, depression, all of those products of that, they have to go in Jesus' name. So, yeah, fear does have those two two meanings. But if you have Jesus, run is not an option. Facing it and rising in the face of it, that, that is because of Jesus. If you've never supported Victory 91.5, today is your opportunity. Every gift you give now and in the future will enable this revival vision to continue, expand, prosper, and touch countless lives across the world. To give now, go to victory.radio. Yeah, he's by our side always. As Adrian Acosta here on the Sound of Revival. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5 on your Wednesday morning. One of my favorite times. Every hour we bathe the hour in prayer together. And so I told you a little bit ago that this was going to be a, a psalm of May's. <laughs> this is Psalm 20. It's definitely for this month because it says, May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all of your offerings. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. Verse 5 says, We will rejoice in your salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. <laughs> I love this. Verse 6, now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with a saving strength of his right hand. And then it gets better. Verse 7, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. And verse 9 says, may the king answer us when we call. Our king always answers. And he loves these 
May declarations. May he remember us. May he defend us. May he fulfill our purpose. And the cool thing is, he loves to. He wants to. He made a way. Father, we thank you. We thank you for choosing us. We thank you for giving us these promises that we can declare these maze out of. <laughs> we know you're going to answer us. We know that while some trust in the things of this world and the things that they think they can depend on, we know that we can depend on you, Father. And we worship you this morning. We give you all of the praise that you are worthy of and so much more and all we can give even though it needs to be more. Lord, we are so grateful for your grace and your goodness. We love you, Lord. And we love that as our hearts line up with yours, as we mature in you and our desires line up with you, our petitions are fulfilled. We can set up that banner because we represent you. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit that gives us the, the grace to reflect you and to be joint heirs with Christ because of what he did on the cross, because, Father, on the third day you got him up. You're our defender, God. You're our strong tower. You are our redeemer. When the enemy scratches and claws, when the enemy brings all the different efforts to divide, distract, and destroy. We put our faith in you because you are before us, you're behind us, you're beside us, Yahweh. We exalt you. We rejoice in you. We have strength in your joy. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for giving us the authority to tell all the things in this world that you are king. The devil is a liar. And that we get to tell fear and anxiety to go. It has to go in Jesus' name. We're thankful for being your children. We're thankful that we have the peace that passes all understanding because of you. We love you, God. We rest in these things and we declare your promises. In Jesus' name, amen. Victory 91.5. That's Anthony Evans. You will remain. 
grooving us through a Wednesday here on Q in the Morning. Thanks so much for being part of the broadcast this morning. Can't do it without you. We love our Victory family. Amen. Hey, this is the time that I get to take you over the edge. And yes, if you haven't been part of this segment, it's a fun one. We get to find stories outside the mainstream that are a little more interesting or fun or different. Or sometimes it's world records. And the king of world records, who I've talked about before, David Rush. He's from Idaho. He does all of these record-breaking attempts uh, to raise money and promote uh, STEM uh, education, science, technology, engineering, and math. And so, here recently, this <laughs> who has time to find out they're good at these things, first of all? Uh, but this time, his record is for the most beach ball passes in 30 seconds, blindfolded. So, the footage of the new record is on his YouTube channel. It features the 36-year-old catching and tossing a beach ball while blindfolded. Now, Rush said on Twitter, he said, sometimes you have to perform even when one of you is flying blind. Practice, feedback, repeat. That's how they get ready for this one, apparently. The previous record was set at 16. He was able to beat that with 18 catches. It's a beach ball, so you think, wow, that must be easy. Well, he said, it's hard to judge just how hard the record is until you've tried it yourself with the blindfold on. And uh, when is the ball coming and where is it going to land? Where do you squeeze your hands to grasp it? He's, you know, he's trying to make sure that we understand that this one was hard. He said a split second too early and the ball will simply bounce off your hands. And a split second too late, it'll hit you in the chest. And they said that, you know, this record, it has to be just the hands and not hit anywhere else. So he, uh, as I mentioned, he's got a bunch of world records. He's hoping to break his 250th record this year. Now, he... Uh, <laughs> His most recent record before this one, now, you know, everybody's kind of sitting there thinking, catching a beach ball, even blindfolded, come on, man. Well, his re record before this one, uh, he was balancing a chainsaw on his chin for 37 minutes, almost 38 minutes, 37 minutes and 56 seconds. I would say practicing that one was a little scary. I wonder if it was running. I'll have to look that up. If it was a running chainsaw on your chin because then it's vibe uh anyway that's over the edge today and uh again you know sometimes these stories are just the ones that make you go hmm well i hope you enjoy uh coming up we've got elevation worship uh earnestly ntn so much more in the next anointed worship set here on the sound of revival There's no one like God, and that's Cross Point Music with a reminder with their song, No One, here on Victory 91.5. Appreciate you being tuned in on this Wednesday, and this isn't just any Wednesday. No, happening on this day. Did you know that in 1784, Carl G. Glazer was born? He was a German music teacher, and his tune that he wrote that was... Somehow, and again, I, I don't know what this word is. It must be German. It's Asmon. But the tune is now used. I do know this, that it is now used for the song that we sing from our hymnals, Oh, for a Thousand Tongues. So that's the guy. He was born on this day, Carl Glazer, that wrote the music for that wonderful hymn that we still sing today. He was born on this day in 1784. Now, it is also not just any day, because today is May the 4th. 
And for Star Wars fans, at least beginning in 2001, people started realizing, huh, may the 4th be with you. (laughs) So it has been officially recognized since 2001 as Star Wars Day. Of course, the first film back in 1977. But oh, has it gone. And all the spinoffs and all the extra movies and everything else now since Disney has come across it. But yes, today, for those of you that are Star Wars fans, today is your day. Wear your stuff, pull out the lightsaber. Yeah, brought mine to work today. No, just kidding. That was just my sounds. Anyway, (laughs) it is Star Wars Day. Hope it's a wonderful day for you, whether you're a Star Wars fan or not. Yes, I belong to Jesus. That's Bethel Music, another one from that homecoming project. They also had Paul and Hannah McClure on there. Oh, we can proclaim that all day, every day. I belong to Jesus. And because through Jesus, we belong to the Father and we're joint heirs with him. Yeah, it starts getting real fun and interesting then. The freedom we get to walk in because of that. Hey, my quote of the day for you today is from Catherine Mullins right here in Georgia. She said, obedience opens the door to promise. (laughs) That's another truth that can be very freeing. What is it that God is pleading with you to be obedient in? And that's for you to figure out right there. Just remember this, Romans 5, 19, it says, For as by one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Of course, that's the first and second Adam concept there. The first man, Adam, his disobedience, the disobedience of Adam and Eve in the garden made us all sinners. But that one man's obedience that came to save Jesus, his obedience to complete the mission, to remain through the power of the Holy Spirit spotless. The many will be made righteous. All we have to do is accept and then walk in. That is what it means to have obedience open the door to promise, to his promise of walking in rest and authority and all of the wonderful things he says about our time here, but the promise of living forever with him. Man, that door, Jesus is the door, the only way to the Father, the way, the truth, the life. It's powerful. Awake My Soul with Hillsong Worship and Tasha Cobbs Leonard here on the sound of revival. You know, in the early parts of that song, they were talking about a sound, and man, what a picture this paints. It says, there's a sound I love to hear. It's the sound of the Savior's robe as he walks into the room where people pray. <laughs> Are we ever quiet enough in our time of prayer to hear him as he enters the room? let alone hear his voice. 
There's so many times we go in with our own agendas, with our own lists. And yes, he calls us to bring our stuff to him. Yes, he tells us to ask him for things. I get all of that. And yes, sometimes our praises roar. As the song says, it might get loud. But there has to be those times where we just listen. We quiet our souls to listen to his. To just get in his presence and lean our head against the chest of the Father and hear his heart. To awaken our soul. But yes, there are the times where the sound that changes things is is the sound of us praising. The sound of us even getting on our knees in the first place. So what does that sound for you today? Is it quiet enough to hear his robe as he enters the room as you pursue him? Or is that sound today just piercing the atmosphere and letting heaven flow down? We need both. Just make sure you're spending time with him. He is such a good, good father. And because of Jesus, we get to come to him as his children and sit on his lap and just be. That's an amazing thought today. In his rest, in his joy, be in his presence today. Aren't you glad he loves us through and through? Not just a little bit, but all the way through and through. That is Fellowship Creative here on your Victory 91.5. Appreciate the opportunity to hang out with you this morning. We've got a little bit more time together, and I wanted to uh, take this opportunity to ask you what you're looking at. Because, you know... What I do, I ask you about your social media scrolls and point out some folks that are are good to follow and be around. Well, a friend of mine, former NFL player, and now he's an author and a speaker sought after uh, in a lot of places to go and share what the Lord has given him to say. His book is uh, about how to hear God. Uh, His name is Sterling Harris, and you can find him on social media at Sterling Harris Ministries. He said recently, how have your hands gotten so full that you can't reach for Jesus. (laughs) Jesus died so we don't have to carry anything from our past. He wants us to bring all of it to him. He's calling us to lay everything down at the foot of the cross. When we hold on to our stuff, like hurt and anger and bitterness, resentment, all of that stuff, fear, anxiety, disappointment, We are closing ourselves off from God's blessing and favor until we're able to open ourselves up to the grace Jesus' sacrifice so freely gives us will continue to reside in our past and block our own blessings. So as Sterling asked, how have your hands gotten so full that you can't reach Jesus? What can you let go of? Let go of all of it. That's what he calls us to do. He says many times, Come to me, you that are weary. (laughs) Lay those heavy burdens down. I'll take care of it for you. 
So let's leave it there. Leave it there with them today. Then see how the joy shows up. <laughs> see how the peace gets you through your day, and see then how that affects the people around you. That affects your family. That affects your community. When you let it all go, leave it with Jesus. Amen. That's Citizen Way with Revival and uh, good song, good song. Getting us, getting us hyped up here as this Wednesday rolls along. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the morning, and I just saw a, a friend of mine that's uh, in college said, uh, if my final exams could just touch the hem of his garments. <laughs> There's a whole lot of folks going through finals week. There's teachers that are dealing with year-end stuff and kiddos just being ready for summer and uh, this time of year as we get into spring and then summer and all the fun that comes with that and vacations and planning and, uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff needs to touch the hem of his garment. And then we just need to let go. Amen. <laughs> hey, also wanted to remind you, uh, if you are in Christ, the automatic download you receive is out of this world, literally. Key biblical phrases like in him, in Christ, and in the Lord indicate the benefits you receive the moment you become a child of God under the Lordship of Jesus. Ephesians 1.11 declares it this way, in him we have obtained an, inher an inheritance. But you can't partake of an inheritance until you're aware of it. So let's lay claim to it together today. And start living a more victorious life. If you're raising your hand, yeah, I want that. You, there, but what do I do? Well, Psalm 25, verse 4 and 5 says, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Ask him and he'll show you. Open that Bible and he'll show you. And hey, if you have prayed the prayer of salvation recently or even this morning and you need to find a church to plug into, go to victory.radio, reach out to us. We would be more than happy to help you plug in to somewhere locally here to help you on your journey. But yes, let's lay claim today to that inheritance in him and live that victorious life together.